Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, you guys. And if you are new here, thank you for tuning in. I mean, even if you're not new here, thank you so much for being here today with me. It really does mean so much that we get to hang. And if you are new here, my name is Taja and I help people with type 1 diabetes achieve their fitness goals and feel confident in their skin and really just live their best, most confident, fan-freaking-tastic lives ever. So that is what's up today. And I really do appreciate you guys so much for taking the time to be here today. And I don't know how you have been feeling this week, but I've been feeling a little bit rough. I'm not going to lie. I think I mean, it all started on Sunday, obviously, with that news of Kobe Bryant and all of those people that passed away on the plane and his daughter and just, I I don't even, like, I have no words. It's been, I feel like I've been, I mean, I know the whole entire world has been affected by this, but just being here in L.A., there, I, I feel like I'm taking on, and I know this might sound silly, but I feel like I'm taking on emotions from like the collective of people here I it's just there's so many emotions and I it's just crazy to me you know the first time and the only time I ever met Kobe was when I was working at a post-production sound studio and he was coming in to do his his voiceovers for the punies that he was working on um and he was just one of those really genuine dudes who I don't even know how to explain it but out of I mean working at a post-production sound studio I there were so many actors that would come in and so many people of influence and famous people and of course I'm like the little receptionist just sitting there like nothing like don't mind me you know like no one important over here but and then there's some people that will look at you and kind of just, you know, be like, oh, she's just the receptionist, like whatever, like barely even look at you. Maybe sometimes they won't even say hi. And then there's other people who will like acknowledge you. But when Kobe came in, he was so much different than everyone else because he was just like, it was like seeing a friend who you hadn't seen in a long time. Like, and it wasn't just with me, it was just everyone, how he really, you could tell that he really cared about people and he cared a lot about humanity and just the way that he interacted and he had such a big heart. And that was in the brief, like, couple minutes that I met him and when he just came up to the reception desk and, you know, no one told him to come over, but he was just like, hey, like, how's your day going? And he was just so, so genuine and just so normal and not even, I mean, it's weird when I say normal because nowadays I feel like people are so glued to their phones or just so focused on themselves that we don't even really pay that extra attention when we go in somewhere or 
we are out in public. We're just very kind of like tunnel vision. But he was completely different and just really, really made made a impact, I think, that day for everyone. And even the the people that were working with him inside the studio, they all had such great things to say about him. And so I don't know, it's, it's not like I knew him on a personal level at all. But and and so I was kind of judging myself too the other day because I was like, why am I so emotional over this? Like I'm, I literally I feel all of this energy and I'm just, it's just hard. But I think, just giving yourself a little bit of grace and understanding that we're all human. And so if you have been feeling emotional too over the situation, but you're like, I'm I'm crazy. Like I wasn't friends with him or whatever. But I think you just you know you build that connection with people and because we all are human it's such a natural emotion and when everyone is affected by something so big I think that naturally we will be affected also and I don't know what you're really feeling right now but to me personally this was kind of just a reminder that love is so important and not even just loving what we're doing and just inspiring other people and lifting each other up, but also just really having an open heart for others and really just making humanity a bigger part, I think, of the bigger vision and what we're doing and that no matter who we are or how many things that we have accomplished, there's nothing, we're never going to be too big to make time for others. And there's, there's nothing more important than just caring about each other and just loving as much as we can. And that's kind of what I took away from it. And then also too, I, you know, death is something that honestly, like myself dying doesn't scare me, but others around me that I love and care about living this human experience without those people really scares me. And I don't, I'm something that I'm really trying to dig deep and get to the bottom of why I feel that way. Because I do feel like, you know, everyone probably has a different idea of what death is and what happens when you die. And perhaps like maybe we don't really know. But I do believe that when we die, wherever we go, I think that it's a beautiful place. And I think that life here in this experience, in this dimension is kind of like a video game where we are, we kind of choose our lives and the lessons that we're going to learn. And then we play it out. And I think that we all have a soul contract that we're here and a purpose. We're all here for a purpose. We all have a purpose. There's a reason why you are here. And I think that those people, those legends like Kobe who come and they make such a beautiful impact on the world, they're here to teach us lessons and they're here to really show us things that we need. And then... And then maybe they just go, right? And then they leave us here to just think about our life and what's important and and take these lessons and grow from them. I don't know, but it doesn't change the fact that it's hard and emotional and I can't even imagine what his family is feeling and all of those other people that were there. I mean, there was like parents and their kids who they left behind their other children. Like, how do you, I mean, it's the whole situation is just so, it just really hit me hard. I guess I'll just say that. But 
Anyways, I am just so happy that you guys are here. And today we're going to be chatting about something a little bit different. And it came up actually because a few people have been sharing with me some things, um, just some struggles that they have been going through personally with their body weight and I've definitely been there and so I wanted to share some things that will hopefully make you feel better like if you're struggling with your body weight right now or struggling to just find your find self-worth around it like maybe you've wrapped your self-worth around how much you weigh and it kind of weighs on you a little bit and then this episode is going to be helpful to you and another reason this came up actually is because I don't know if you know if you don't know now you know but I am in the beginning stages of writing my very first book Whew, I can't believe I just said that I said it out loud yes I did um, I'm really excited about it though you guys like I may not know everything that I'm doing right now. This is a new little venture for me, but I'm excited that you're on this journey with me. So together we can figure it out. And I'm, I am just so excited. So I've been writing a lot. And one, one thing that's come up is actually, you know, just sharing some of my personal experiences that I've been through and my own body insecurities and just feeling a lot of shame around my body image and I was writing and then you know sometimes I'm just sitting there and I'm writing and all of this stuff is coming out and I'm like whoa like hold on a second so I'm really excited for when the book is ready for you guys to read but this is also a topic that kind of came up and so it kind of ties together what what I'm going to talk about today but if you are trying to get fit or if you're trying to lose weight and body image is something that kind of weighs you on you a little bit, then I hope that you will find some value out of this episode today. And if you do, if you do enjoy this episode, if you find it helpful, please do take a screenshot of it and post it on your Instagram story and tag me in it and let me know what your biggest takeaway is or let me know if if you enjoyed it, if it if it meant something to you, if it spoke to you in any way, I would love to hear your feedback and hear what you think and just hear how it helped you. So growing up, I really struggled with my body image and I really did tie my self-worth around how my body looked. And I, I felt like I never looked how I should or how I wanted to look. I always felt like I just, it wasn't good enough. Like my body was just never good enough and it was hard. And I think I had a lot of, there was a lot of like fat phobia in my upbringing and it wasn't just with family and friends and boyfriends. And I, th- I mean, maybe it's just our culture that we live in today. I don't know if you felt this way too, but I felt a lot of pressure to look a certain way. And then I was always, I, I wanted to do acting and modeling and all of these things growing up too. So I was putting myself in these other situations that kind of just magnetized that whole need to look a certain way. And it was, it was really hard. So I kind of grew up just feeling like I was never good enough and feeling like, you know, Taja, when you lose 
five more pounds, then you're going to be good enough. But then I would lose five pounds and then I would still look in the mirror and be like, no, like you still don't look good. Or I'd go to a modeling shoot or I would go audition for something and I, I didn't get the part. And so it always came back down to like, well, probably because you just don't look the right way, you know? And so it was really hard. And then I worked out with trainers because I, from a very young age, that was just something that, you know, was what I did. (laughs) And so I was working out with trainers. And a lot of the time, the trainers would actually tell me, you know, you don't want to lift your weights like this because it's going to make you look bulky. And I think I was just given a lot of misinformation because for the record, if you are a woman, our hormones, our bodies, we are completely different than men. So even if we were to lift really heavy weight, we're never going to look like a man. And if you ever see a woman who who you think does look manly, she could be taking steroids. She could be taking some sort of growth hormone to actually create that. Um, because as a woman, it's really, really hard to to get that sort of physique. But I, I, I wasn't brought up knowing that because a lot of people would always tell me, you don't want to do that. Like, you don't want to look bulky. Tasha, you don't want to look like a man. So I had this weird view of lifting weights and fitness because there was one side of the spectrum where I didn't want to be fat because that was just kind of like shamed. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, don't eat that. Like, and I was always told things too, like, oh, you don't want to eat that or whatever. But then on the other side, it was like, well, you want to exercise and be healthy, but then you don't want to go too hard because then you're going to look bulky and that's not okay either. And so I was kind of just stuck between these two walls and it just made me feel really self-conscious and that everything that I was doing was just not good enough or like it wasn't helping me or you know and then if I wasn't losing weight I was just like what's wrong with my body and everything just came back down to me so I had a lot of insecurity around that And then when I got older, I actually, so I struggled with restricting food. I, there was times that I would literally stop eat. I would be like, all right, let's see how little I can eat. And I would try to just eat maybe some carrot sticks. And so I went through these phases of like really not healthy and I would lose a lot of weight. And then everyone around me would be like, oh, you look so good. But nobody knew how much pain I was actually in because it's not, not only is it not sustainable to just live off of carrot sticks, but you can't actually enjoy your childhood and you can't enjoy time with your friends. And then if you eat food, then you just feel guilty. So no one actually knew how hard it was. And I just, I never had the right information growing up. And so I became afraid of food and I became afraid of the scale and weighing myself. And I felt like I was always trying to be what someone else thought was beautiful. Like if an agent told me that I needed to lose 10 pounds, I would be like, okay, got to lose 10 pounds. And, and if someone, you know, I just kind of like associated my beauty and my worth around my body. And then when I moved to LA, I was still, I was auditioning all the time and I was going to photo shoots. And there was a time that I, 
was restricting food. I lost a lot of weight. I'm not going to go into this story because I, I think I actually um, shared more of this story at the beginning of this podcast. I think it's like episode four, that my, the truth about my messy journey. I'll link to it in the show notes if you guys want to go back and listen. But there's two parts to it. But anyways, the short version is, you know, I was restricting food. And so I lost a lot of weight. And I started going for runs. It was nice in California. And on, there's this one side of the spectrum, right, like where people were telling me I needed to lose weight. So I lost all the weight. And then I remember applying to this one photo shoot, I forget what it was. But I, you know, felt really good, because I was like, I've lost all this weight. And I look like I felt good. Um, and the person emailed me back and he was like, sorry, honey, you're just too muscular. You're not the right fit for this shoot. And I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I just constantly kind of bouncing around trying to be someone else's version of what they thought was acceptable or their version of beautiful instead of actually taking a step back and thinking like, what do I think is beautiful? Like, what do I want to look like? Do I want to have big muscles? Do I want to be shredded or do I want just want to be really skinny? Like, I just I never took that step back to really like analyze and look and think like, hmm, maybe I want to do this for me. So I think that was part of the reason why I could never actually get the body that I wanted because I was never focused on doing it for me. It was always for someone else. It was always to get the part or to get that role in that commercial or to have a chance or to get booked for that shoot. And so it was just this constant roller coaster that always left me feeling like I was not good enough. And then I started working out consistently. I started really taking my autoimmune disease seriously, my diabetes. I started just really focusing on things for me and instead of trying to do it in order to look better for someone else. Like I stopped trying, I stopped like submitting myself to all of these things and then being like, all right, what's the next diet? Cause I got to look good for that test shoot. And then I just took a step back and I didn't, I stopped submitting myself and I just started focusing on doing workouts that I enjoyed and finding my way really, because it took some trial and error and it took some time to really like figure out what I was doing. And once I started doing it, once I found what I enjoyed, which is lifting heavy weights and being in the gym and bodybuilding and eating what I want and, you know, like all of these things, I, it took some time, but then I started getting results because I really was focusing more so on myself and letting go of just that like need to look a certain way for someone else. I just wanted to be fit and healthy. And I was like, I don't even care how long it's going to take. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to let go of that, that need to control my re results. I'm just going to do it with no timeline and see what happens. So I wanted to share that with you guys because there's so much misinformation out there when it comes to our bodies and our body weight and how everything works. And I wanted to kind of demystify some of these things that we hold on to and that we believe to be true. And that these some of these things that I'm going to share are actually things that are stopping you from getting the results that you want. And they're myths and they're not true. So we're going to break them down. But the number one thing, and for the longest time since I was so afraid of the scale, I would try not to weigh myself. And 
I, it was because, you know, if you step on the scale one day, you see a weight and you're like, all right. And then the next day you might be a little bit heavier. And so your weight's going to fluctuate constantly on a daily basis, which is completely normal. And it happens for a number of different reasons. But if you're anything like me back in the day, I was really basing my progress on one day alone. And I was using the scale as a tool to really determine my progress and whether or not I was losing weight. So that's going to be the number one thing that you do not want to do. Like the scale is a tool. Its only purpose is a scale. It's nothing more. It's nothing less. It does not determine your progress. It is only a tool to help you know that you're on the right track. Because first of all, if you've ever been on different scales, like I don't know if you have a scale at home and then maybe you weigh yourself at your friend's house or your boyfriend's house, but you might get a different number and no scale is ever going to be exact. And the other thing is you really want to weigh yourself first thing in the morning, right when you wake up nude, before eating or drinking anything, after using the restroom, like this is when your weight is going to be the most accurate. And this is, you know, something that a lot of people don't know. And I didn't know it for a long time. And I remember going to see a doctor here in LA. It was, I was going to see someone in Hollywood and I had an appointment. It was like 1 PM and I stepped on the scale and she's like, she's this Russian woman and she, I, I can't even do a Russian accent, but she was like, oh, like you're, you've gained weight. And you know, it's kind of like a bad thing. Like you've gained weight. It's Hollywood, right? Your looks are everything, <laughs> like your body weight. Um, but I remember just being so gutted because I was like, oh my God, like I'm getting fat. But knowing everything that I know now, which I'm sharing, going to share with you, but your weight fluctuates on a daily basis. You do like if you're not weighing yourself first thing in the morning, it's not going to be a weight that you want to base yourself on. You don't want to go all day eating and drinking and just doing your thing and then step on a scale that evening and and say, all right, I've gained weight because yes, you have. And guess what? It's not body fat. It's water weight. So it's just important to really know that. And once I did know that, once I learned that, it really helped me to heal my relationship with the scale because I wasn't as focused on those numbers. So it's just, it's such an important thing. And then the second thing that you really want to know is your weight fluctuates on a daily basis for a number of different reasons. It's completely normal. And I'm not going to go into every single reason because there's so many. But I will say that if you have one night where you don't get as much sleep as you normally do, and you're really tired, that morning, your weight's probably not going to be accurate. So If you're going to really be weighing yourself every day to gauge your fitness progress, if there's days like that where you know for sure, like, I've slept five hours, (laughs) like, I'm so tired right now, maybe just don't weigh yourself that day because you know it's not going to be accurate. Sleep is one thing that's huge because you're just going to have so much more stress and Again, your stress levels are going to affect your weigh-ins. Like if you have had a stressful week, that is going to affect what your weight is doing on a daily basis. Stress is really a killer when it comes to our fitness goals and our life in general, right? Like stress is something that you just really need to let go of, but that's going to affect your weigh-ins. If you have your menstrual cycle, if you're PMSing and 
if you've had more carbs one day, carbs are going to make you hold on to a lot more water weight. It does not mean that you shouldn't eat them. It's just important to know that if you have a day where you have low blood sugar all day or maybe you just eat more food, then likely you're going to weigh in a little bit more the next day and that's normal. So it'll come back down. Don't worry. It's not body fat. It's water weight. Uh what else? Like um, if you have a meal with a lot of high sodium, if I eat pizza, I sometimes like if I eat Domino's, I will weigh more for at least seven days and then my weight drops back down to normal. So that can happen. It's normal. And the other thing to know is when your goal is to lose body fat, it really does take weeks or months of eating in a calorie surplus. Like you're basically eating more than your body's burning on a daily basis. It's still going to take weeks or months for you to actually start gaining body fat. And that's important to know too. So if you have a couple days where you eat more carbs and maybe you have your period or you're just holding on to more water weight, it doesn't mean that you've gained body fat and it's normal to weigh a little bit more. And so you can't look at those days and say, I've gained body fat because it doesn't work that way. And I didn't know that for a really long time. And so just knowing these things, I hope that they'll help you feel more free when it comes to your body weight and your goals, because I don't want you to let the scale get in the way of making progress and actually reaching your goal, because it did for me for so many years. And it's it was something that knowing everything that I know now, it could have been avoided. So I just wanted to say that as well. Like it does take a lot of time. And if you're eating the right amount of food for your body and you are really mindful of all of these things and understanding that there's a numerous things that can affect your weigh-ins. So don't freak out if you weigh more one day. Just really make sure, be mindful with your food intake. If you're tracking your food, if your goal is to lose weight, then you can make sure you're, that regardless of what you're eating, you're still maintaining a calorie deficit because that way, even if you're eating more carbs one day, then you know for a fact, like, hey, I'm still in a calorie deficit. I'm still losing fat. So this is water weight. Like it's going to go away. It's going to go away in a couple of days. Um, and the other thing, because, you know, your weight is fluctuating constantly and the scale is just a tool, this is why it's really, really, really important, you guys, to get your weekly average weight. You do not want to base your weight by one day alone. You're not looking at each day and saying, oh, I've gained weight today or I have lost weight. Like it goes by a weekly average. And for those of you guys who I work with one-on-one, -on -one, this is something that you already know. But you get your weekly average and you compare your weeks. So you that way you know if you're gaining or losing or maintaining weight based on the amount of food that you're currently eating. So you really want to make sure, you know, if you're weighing yourself every day that you add up all those numbers and then you divide them by seven to get that seven-day average. That's a simple way of doing it, but just something to really, really know. And then, you know, our bodies are crazy. There's so many things. I think we just need to give ourselves a little bit of grace because there's, you know, there's things like if you are eating in a calorie deficit, then no matter what else is going on, you're still, you're not going to be gaining body fat at all because a calorie deficit is how you're going to lose body fat. And I just really, really encourage anyone right now who's feeling like their insulin is a cause for weight gain. I just encourage you to really 
maybe just do a little bit of research or just find some information that will help you see otherwise because it's not uh, it has nothing to do with insulin. If you're maintaining a calorie deficit and you're exercising, then you are going to lose weight. And the problem is, and it's it's I know it's hard because I've I mean I've never struggled with diabulimia, but I have struggled with eating disorders and it's it's this mental thing that takes time to work through. And I'm not an expert in this at all, but I do know just from my own experience, even when you have the information and you start applying it, you still have to be really kind to yourself and just really be patient because your brain does it's not going to going to just like you don't just change your mind overnight and be like all right you know it's still it takes some time to get used to and really practice every day to get back into those healthy habits and train your brain away from doing those unhealthy and self-destructive things because but i think the first thing is just having that knowledge to help back up what you're doing because if your blood sugar is high that is not going to help your fitness goals that's not going to help you lose weight it's going to be detrimental to building muscle you're going to lose a lot of muscle you might think you're losing weight but in reality you're not and there's a difference between losing body fat and then losing body weight and in order to lose body fat and just have that like lean and tight waist that I mean I wanted for so long I don't know about you but you really need to make you really need to have muscle for starters like that's going to be a really important factor but in order to build muscle you your blood sugars have to be your first priority because it's only possible to build muscle effectively when your blood sugars are in normal range which is why I tell everyone that I work with your blood sugars have to be below 240 milligrams per deciliter which I think is like a 13 maybe 13.3 millimoles per liter because you really want to make sure your there's no ketones present And if you are exercising too, you'll likely be building muscle, especially if you're someone who's just started your fitness journey. You have so like someone who's at the very beginning of their training age has so much so much to work with like you're going to be building a lot of muscle and so oftentimes you're going to notice your body changing before you see like a huge difference on the scale like you might start noticing that your shirts start fitting looser and your pants start fitting looser like all of your clothes start fitting looser but the scale hasn't shown that big of a difference and that's so normal but I have on this note too I have to say like when I was struggling to lose weight for as long as I can remember I was always stuck around 130 to 135 pounds and I just had this one tummy area that I couldn't get rid of I hated my stomach it was like this one pudge I'm like cool like I would you know my legs would get toned but I still can't get rid of my belly fat like what am I doing wrong Um, but now I weigh I'm pushing 130 pounds sitting where I am today and I have purposely been trying to gain a little bit of weight, not because I want to gain body fat. It's, you know, something that's actually a little bit mentally challenging for me. But I know that in order to really progress to where I want to be, I need to build more muscle. And so thankfully, I have a coach that helps me with this, but I... Now I'm sitting at 130, close to 130 pounds. And for the longest time, I was trying to lose weight at 130 pounds. So I never thought I would ever want to gain and be that again. But because I am really focused on building muscle and it's been a gradual process, my body composition looks so much different. Like I, I, 
when you have muscle, you automatically look so much leaner, so much more toned. And that's something that I think, you know, if your goal is to lose body fat, you really do want to make sure that you have a good strength training program in place so that you can achieve that really lean and tight waist as well. So really just understanding that the scale is merely just a tool and it does not determine your overall progress and there's a system to it. So if you ever feel frustrated and it happens, even when you have all of the tools, when you know these secrets, when you know that the scale is just a tool and you know when to weigh yourself and you know all of the things that can affect your weigh-ins and you know what it what it means to be gaining body fat, like it doesn't happen overnight. When you know all of these things, even then you might hit those days when you still feel a little insecure. Like my boyfriend laughs because every single month I get my period and I'm like, oh my God, I feel so big. Like I just get really insecure, I guess, and self-conscious. And I think when you have had a lot of body image issues in your past, it's something that, you know, you might have a healthy outlook on it and you might have all of the tools. But I think every now and then there might be little situations that kind of remind you and put you back in that place where you just need someone to remind you to snap out of it, to remind you that you're not gaining body fat and to remind you of all of the things that you probably already know, but you just need that little reminder. So if you ever find yourself in this place, then I hope you'll listen to this episode and I hope that it'll just help to remind you that you are on the right track and you're not gaining body fat. And if you're in a calorie deficit, you're still losing fat. If you're doing all of the things right, if you're strength training, the scale is only a tool and you really want to make sure you're getting those weekly averages, not basing your fat loss on a daily basis. All right, my friend, if you enjoyed this episode, which I hope you did, if you're listening, if you're still here with me, if you're still listening, I hope that means that you learned something from this episode. I hope that it maybe reminded you of something that you needed to hear or just taught you a little something that you didn't know that you're excited about. Whatever it is, let me know. I want to hear from you. I want to know your takeaway. And if you can take a picture of this episode, take a screenshot on your device and post it on your Instagram story and tag me in it. And if this episode was helpful and you have a friend in mind or a family member who you think might benefit from hearing this message as well, whether they have type one or not, this still applies. If you feel like it could benefit them and help them out, then please do share it with them as well. And you guys, I love you. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in and listen and hang today. Next week, we have some fun episodes coming up. There's going to be a Q&A where I answer some of your most burning questions we're going to be getting a little bit personal and just some other fun stuff too so make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss out and i will talk to you same time next week bye for now